Episode 35, January 2015. In this episode, Natalie Weizenbaum talks about SaaS, its features and capabilities. She explains why it makes your code more robust. She talks about directives in SaaS and her opinions on OOCSS. talk a little bit about SaaS and its capabilities? So when, when SaaS was first created, um, it had basically two features. Um, it had nesting, which means that you can put a, uh, a selector and a, with its CSS rule inside another CSS rule. And that selector will only apply within um, its parent selector. Um, so that sort of makes it easy to write styles where everything is within a, uh, a single parent um, uh, or every, every style applies within um, a certain class without having to repeat that class or whatever the parent selector is over and over again. Uh, it also makes it possible um, to sort of dramatically clean up your um, selectors when you're uh, writing selectors that have commas, um, which are called selector lists. Uh, every selector list will be expanded and will include any nested selectors uh, so you're you're able to write um, uh, uh, sort of exponentially fewer classes than you would if you were if you were writing it all out manually um, the other major feature that SAS that's been with SAS from the very beginning is variables which allow you to stick a chunk of uh, 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 CSS property into a name and reuse it all across the style sheet. So this is commonly used for uh, colors um, so that you can assign a name to a color and then just always say like, I want to use that, uh, you know, gray blue we picked out or even say, I want to use the color we chose for the text um, here, and uh, uh, just refer to it by name so that if you change it in the future, you don't have to find and replace, and so that it's clear when you're reading the style sheet um, what the semantics of that color are. Um, you can also do a wide variety of things in... Uh, properties, you can do like addition of uh, numbers, which even behaves correctly with units. Um, you can do, uh, uh, we have a, a whole suite of built-in functions which um, support things like manipulating colors. You can say, I want um, this color, but 10% lighter, or um, I want to mix these two colors with a certain balance, and SAS will uh, do that for you. 
Um, and like this is all stuff that could be done sort of manually uh, with Photoshop or you know a color tool or whatever. Um, even the the unit arithmetic could be done by hand if necessary. But by making putting that in the style sheet and making it explicit how everything was determined and what everything means, it makes style sheets much more reusable. Um, not just in that you can take a style sheet from one website and use pieces of it in another one, but just in terms of um, coming back to a style sheet that was written in the past or maybe that was written by someone else and uh, uh, understanding what it's doing and why it's doing it. Just being able to name pieces of the style sheet uh, goes a long, long way towards doing that. And that's one of the one of the simplest things that SAS offers, but also one of the most important. Uh, would you say that um, that SAS makes your code more robust? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Partly for the the reason that I just talked about, like having um, names and as like built-in documentation for why this uh, style exists the way it does is uh, very important to um, uh, having a robust and maintainable style sheet. Um, SAS also allows you to take repeated chunks of styles and pull them into a mix-in which you can then just include by name in whichever CSS rules you want. And that also goes a long way towards robustness because when you're when multiple rules have the same uh, uh, definitions especially if they, they have those same properties for the same reason, because you want them to look the same as one another, uh, expressing that as a mix-in, which uh, is included in both of those rules, uh, helps a lot. It makes them... Um, it makes them able to be changed in, in unison um, and... Uh, uh, to sort of track one another. And at the same time, um, if there are two rules that have the same styles, but it's sort of a coincidence, they, aren't, they don't necessarily have to um, uh, look the same all the time. It communicates that as well uh, by uh, not making that a mix-in. Someone reading the, the SAS style sheet can see oh, these are not intended to be uh, uh, paired, to be the same thing. Really, a lot of the robustness in SAS comes from the fact that it makes it easier for the stylesheet author to communicate what they're doing. Um, that's something that we've worked really hard on, um, uh, is the, the inherent communication in the authoring of a stylesheet. It's important that um, uh, a future reader of the style sheet be able to understand what's going on, 
what effect it will have on the uh, uh, on styling the HTML and why it's supposed to have that effect. Um, can you explain what directives are and what SAS offers in that regard? Um, so directives are sort of our word for um, uh, at rules, um, which is, in my opinion, not a great name, which is why we use directives instead. Um, but in the broadest sense, they're just anything in CSS or SAS that starts with an at symbol um, and a name and does something other than just declaring a style sheet rule with some properties. Um, there are, SAS provides a bunch of spe SAS-specific ones. Um, directives are one of the places we feel most comfortable in adding our own sort of special sauce to uh, uh, make dynamic stuff happen um, on top of CSS. Um, there are um, a bunch of control directives that are mostly used for uh, framework development like if and for and each, um, which are just sort of fundamental programming constructs that make it uh, possible to do complex logic. Um, there's uh, the mixin and function directives, which define um, groups of properties and rules or uh, a function to compute a single value, respectively. Um, and those are uh, uh, the sort of fundamental building blocks of um, making uh, uh, reusable pieces of style available within a style sheet or from a framework to a style sheet author. Um, Maybe the most exciting directive is extend, which um, supports a sort of selector inheritance. It says, I want the current selector to be styled as though it also matches this other selector. And then SAS goes and rewrites a whole bunch of um, selectors to make that happen, um, which is pretty cool. It's used. Um, pretty widely in the wild to uh, do some like object-oriented CSS stuff and also as a way for frameworks to um, provide packets of style that uh, style sheets can use. What's your opinion about object-oriented CSS, widely known as OOCSS? Um, so I'm not, I'm not by any means an expert on it, but um, I... I think it's very cool. It's certainly what ex inspired um, Extend in SAS. Um, uh, I think we're we're still at a point in writing CSS that we're trying to figure out the the details of how to organize it in a way that works well and is semantic and doesn't. Um, doesn't have too many uh, tight couplings between lots of different rules. Um, <clears throat> and I think um, object-oriented CSS is a cool uh, 
way of thinking about it that uh, moves us closer to figuring something out for that.